Okay, hello. We are recording podcast four or two with Jeffrey right here, and we are on pages 90 through 120, nearing the end of the book. We have recently just gotten a massive time skip after the start of the Iranian versus Iraq war, or in general, the Iranian war, as they would consider it. And today I have done the rhetorical analysis worksheet. Starting off, determine how trustworthy the author is with your group. Discuss whether you believe the author despite his or her biases. How objective can this author be? How persuasive? How does the trustworthiness of the quoted persons affect the trustworthiness of the author? Uh, well, in general, the author is somewhat trustworthy in terms of actual historical context, but not so trustworthy as to believe every single word that she says. I agree. Why? Well, well, she's a victim of this war. She's, she's experienced these bombings and all the bad things happened to her because of this war and this revolution. So she might be biased against it. That's true. Uh, from my perspective, I consider it as true because from cross-examination of different evidence found online, uh, her general statements are true, but we can't find full truth within the interactions that she has with other people. So that's partially non-credible, yet credible at the same time. Yep. Uh, discuss whether you believe the author despite his or her biases. Uh, what biases do you think she has? Biases? Uh, as in regarding the war? Her I opinion? don't know, in general. Well, um, well, like I said before, she's probably she's biased against the war and she's a victim. She's... She's experienced these bombings, these uh, ruthless attacks, these demonstrations that have gone bad. She she obviously knows that this revolutionary revolution and this war is not a good thing. I see. Uh, I think the author does have a bias, and it's not clearly demonstrated within the text because if you consider it, she's not against war, nor is she a uh, for it, because recently her uh, reaction with fighter pilots approves her like fighting, but then her reaction of you know not wanting people to go to war is against it at the same time. And uh, I think the author just has a bias that uh, isn't clearly demonstrated, so you really just can't tell. Yeah, I guess. What do you mean by I guess? I mean, I, I, I agree. I concur. Are you sure? Yep. How objective can this author be? Uh, half objective, half not. Well, yeah, she gets the details of these events, right? <laughs> and and um, she's lived through these details. It's from her point of view. But also the narration adds more context. While the dialogue um, really pulls on your heartstrings, your pathos, I guess, because 
these are real people who are suffering because of this war. You see what what they're talking about, what they're thinking. And yeah. I see. Uh, well, in terms of objectivity, her historical context, as I said, once again, is fully objective because it's what she lived through. It's not something that she would want to obscure nor demonstrate again. Um, but I think her objectivity might be towards the side that she wants to show the full truth and some of it might be obscured by rage instead of actual truth, like the good of the war or the bad of the war. And um, in terms of objective objectivity in her dialogue and conversations, I'm not too sure myself because once again, this is personal experience for her and we really can't tell. But from what I see, it's pretty objective. I agree. Uh, how persuasive? Um, well, you got all these really dark imageries, black and white. You see, it was it was these really dark times in Iran, and you see everybody's these uh pictures. Nobody's really happy during this time. It was a really dark time for Iran. So it really pulls on your pathos. You see people dying because of this war. Well, obviously it's a war. And people are just not happy. So Yeah, because of because of Pathos. I see. I'm not really gonna agree with that one fully. Uh personally, in terms of her actual persuasiveness, I don't think she's trying to be persuasive fully. She's definitely trying to inform the audience, but from what it seems, her uh she's showing that she is for her country yet against the laws it produces, which inherently isn't truly for or against anything. So I don't think she would be trying to persuade the audience of anything other than the fact that she's just trying to inform people over anything. Yeah. I disagree with your point and you just say, yeah. I, I can see why you think that way. I'm okay. acknowledging your opinion. How does the trustworthiness of the quoted person affect the trustworthiness of the author? Uh, the quoted person is the author itself, but at a younger stage in time. The issue is um, the quoted person is being written from a perspective that the author is at an older age, meaning the trustworthiness isn't 100%, nor is it at zero. It's in between the two. Simply yeah. because it's not directly inferred, but definitely said that um, she gets to say more as she gets older. But we're not too sure whether or not what she's saying as she's currently writing it is actually what she thought at that time. Yeah, this is all the thoughts. The narration is all the thoughts of the older Margie. Well, the dialogue is also by the older Margie, but supposed to be from the point of view of the younger Margie. Yeah. Uh, that was 
basically it. You have any thoughts or ideas which you want to point out about these pages? Not necessarily, do you? Uh, oh, maybe I'm gonna, one. I, I can say something. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think the cigarette represents at the end of um? What was the chapter called? The cigarette. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the cigarette which uh, the main character smokes, saying that she grew up. Mm -hmm. I think it's just her as a child and what she thought at the time. And her considering that she actually grew up. In reality, we might be proven wrong or proven right. Depending on how the story goes, as well as how she chooses to flesh out the character. Um, it's really just odd for me. I think the cigarette represents, you know, transition from her childhood. Because, you know, she's getting older now. She's a teen to the uh, adult life. And the challenges of growing up, you know. In the war-torn Iran. Fair point, but the issue is, um, this is something which you would consider an uh, angsty teen doing, considering that they're now an adult, smoking a cigarette for the first time, and you know, going against their parents' wishes. She's uh, rebellious. That's what their parents, her parents said, but uh, whether or not that actually proves that it's transition or not is questionable. Jeffrey? Yes. Okay. Would you like uh, me to add on that? or I, I don't know. Finished. Would you like to add on that? Oh, I think it is a transition point because, you know, teenage years are the transition between, between childhood and adulthood. Fair. And so she's, you know, showing her rebellious side. She is getting more mature and getting a better understanding of what's actually going on. Because when she was a child, she was just hearing details from um, just little bits of dialogue from her mom and dad, the news. But now she's actually living in these times, getting a better understanding. She's truly able to know why things are happening this way. Fair point. Uh, pointing out, there is a massive time skip of like five or four years from the ages of seven to 12. And that's very odd to say the least like we're just ignoring a large portion of her childhood as well as the development of the iran war yep thanks glad to uh, another major fact that i'd like to point out is the way that the author uh adds a little detail which brings out the questionable morality of the government and the army um the golden key that was supposed to grant uh the boys that went to war a passage to heaven as a recruitment method it's basically sending them to their thefts that's a, just a better way to put it yeah while margie was just partying mm -hmm. party hard uh well, that was basically it for this chapter. It wasn't too much in terms of actual, uh, what do you call it, um, analyzation, but it was a lot in terms of actual story writing and plot. Mm -hmm. Okay.